2: Hey, Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app. Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up and rack up another series win for your Chicago Cubs. Boom, baby, let's go. Five out of the last six. Nice bounce back after losing three out of four games to the Dodgers. They don't lose back-to-back series. They keep on chugging. Beat the Padres (laughs) two out of three. Yeah, No one
3: pun intended on the chugging, That's right.
2: right. Mm-hmm. The chugging will be coming here in a, in a few <laughs> seconds. Uh, 14 and 10 on the season. Now the Cubs as they beat the Padres 5-2. to two. Hello to everybody in the chat. Thanks for joining us. Make sure you hit the like button as you jump on in here and join the fun. If you're listening to this later on Spotify or Apple, wherever you get your podcast, make sure you check out the YouTube and subscribe sometime so that you can join us live and give us the five-star review as well. Uh, the chat is live and friendly. On a Thursday, it's sunny. Fly the W. Chug, chug, chug it up, I saw. <laughs> Luke, I agree wholeheartedly, says Lucas. And somebody else at the top uh, was speaking on behalf of everybody. Uh, 20,
3: 20, all 29 Foreign of Empire us.
2: says, I agree with Luke and Eric Matthews. Mm-hmm. All 29 of us agree with Luke.
3: Uh, so I said on pregame that if you use hashtag vibes or hashtag vibe with us, I will read your comment. Or if you just agree with me, but mainly if you use the hashtag. Oh, you
2: can't steal the agree with me. That That's no. uh, that's an exclusive. See, everybody exclusive. agrees with me now. It's an exclusive. I'll give it to you, <laughs>
3: Uh But the
2: beer bat exclusive is coming up. Cody trying to break his record, his all-time record for, well, this is like 14 now. Yeah. And uh, by the way. Fresh shipment of the 312 and Goose Island beers.
3: Oh, yeah. I, t- I tweeted a picture of it earlier. Check that uh, out. We got like a whole, like a, like a, like a cart of it. Like, not, not like a Walmart cart, but like a. Like a dolly. A dolly. <laughs> um, not a
2: Walmart cart, like a massive. Yeah. Warehouse dolly so, full of so beer.
3: One might say the vibes are very good at CHGO Studios. Um, Cody Del Chuggo is on his way. Before, before we pour, uh, how about Hayden Wisneski, man? Great. Get his, yeah, he was nice bounce he, back. He was a roller coaster. There were he got lucky on a few balls. Crowenworth is one. I can remember only because I lost the hit hit parlay because of him. And the one hard hit he had was right into, say, Suzuki's glove. And it would have been a big hit for the Padres at the time, too, because they were down three to one. Whatever. Uh, he was able to get out of that inning. He had a, he had some nice uh, strikeouts. Um, but he gave you five strong and, um, I, you know, I said in pregame I was one, I wanted six, uh, but considering how he was going, he, he was good enough against this very, very tough Padres lineup. So all the credit to him for coming back and, uh, you know, getting like, I think this is a huge confidence builder for him. And this is a bigger confidence builder for him than what he did against the the Oakland A's in my opinion. So. Well, it's a way better lineup, no yeah. question about that. Way better lineup yeah. at Wrigley Field. He had, he had one inning where he got two quick outs on, like, three or four pitches, and then I think the bases end up getting loaded with two outs. And Nick Magical with a really, really nice play at third. Um, it's earned a whole week's worth of no complaining about Nick Magical for me. Uh, that's how great it's of a player was. respect. Yeah, well, it's not that I never respected result. him. Respect me. It's not that I never. Me. It's not that I never respected him. It's more of like I just don't like watching him have to play third base. But he play. I give credit where credit is due. I'm a man of integrity. Some people say, and uh, you know I won't complain about him for a whole week now. So that was a big play. Thompson came in uh, to 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 save an inning. That was actually I think that was after Leiter came in actually, and Thompson saved him. But um, there was a. So in the middle innings when uh, Wesneski was out there, he got a big defensive play uh, that helped him get through. And um, yeah, again, it was a roller coaster, but you know, so, sometimes that's sometimes that's how it's going to be. And the he he figured it out today. I think that's what he did best was just figuring it out. So it, it helps having a good defense behind you too.
2: The chat is already predicting times for Cody's chug. I saw somebody <laughs> saying, oh, damn, I missed the chug. It hasn't happened yet. That is an empty beer bat ready to be filled with ice cold 312 from Goose Island. Uh, Daniel says, what if I agree with Steve? That sort of counts. Uh, Robbie says he agrees with me.
3: <laughs> uh, Marcus says the vibes are flowing.
2: He said vibes, so I read it. I, I see a chug, 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 fresh beer for Cody. Agree- <laughs> uh, the, the fearless investor agrees with me. You can't take my agree with me. <laughs> Cody right. is the man. Beer bat number 14. Are we ready? Let's get the beer pour. Here we're pouring right the now. Ice cold, newly delivered, fresh 312 from just down the street. Yes. The innovation tanks and whatnot over
3: at uh, this on Fulton. Pour, the pour from the last one, if you watched the last winner, the they pour was ready. elite. And I'm, I feel like I'm figuring it out Oops. a little bit. Um,
1: I last do, night I was twenty four seconds. I have a question. Yes. Have you washed that beer bat since opening day? Or, yes. Oh, okay. You yes. are okay. Um, I was, Otherwise, I've just it's the curious. bacteria bat. Right. I've just been curious. <laughs> I mean, I'm not judging. You know, it helps with your sure. immune system. I was just, I was just curious. Yeah. No, no,
3: I definitely <laughs> rinse this thing out. I think someone tweeted and asked asked me that the other day, and I told them, yes, we wash the beer bat out. We have some integrity, and we care about our, our health.
2: Good gut, good gut health, health starts with a little bacteria down there.
3: <laughs> but this pour is <laughs> stuck. you see this pour?
2: That's impressive. That's a good pour. That's a quarter of an inch
3: that only of foam on top there. That only means that uh, good vibes are coming in Miami this week. Oh,
2: we'll Lance loves some 3-1-2. Jay Hayes yeah. says, chug, chug, chug. Here we go, Cody. You ready? Yesterday was 24 seconds. Are you ready <sighs> for the beer chug? 14th the, of the season.
3: The record is nineteen points From the Goose Island beer bat. What's and, time? Here we
2: go. Go. He's off. He's off to a good start. No sweat. No sweat. Halfway through the beer bat. He's down through the heart of the barrel of the bat. The barrel of the bat's gone. He's down to the handle. He's down to the handle. Round the final stretch, he comes. Here they come and done. Uh, uh, 17.6 seconds. Cody <laughs> Delmendo. I'm crying over here. Wow. <laughs> Chug, vanilla chill, says Chug. That- Woo! Does that feel good? That, it feels good. What a way to start draft day, huh?
3: Yeah.
2: Th- Ryan Paul's day, as they is say. This is a
3: sign that the Bears are going to not fuck this up tonight. So, uh, vibe with us. Go.
2: Hashtag vibe with us, Cody. There it is. Vanilla chill.
3: Hashtag vibe with us, Cody. Hell yeah, baby.
2: No, nah, he had 22 seconds. Daniel says 22. I got it right here. 17.6. Nice. 17. Nice. Point. This And this is the official Chug Clocker mm-hmm. right there. Oh, uh, man. How you feeling Ooh. after that?
3: you know just a little gassy little gassy little yeah. ga- i think someone said in the chat <laughs> the other night it's like it's so impressive that cody doesn't just like burp up a storm after all of it
2: well i mean the thing that's impressive is we're only 14 wins into the season and you started out at like two minutes on your first one
3: <laughs> because i historically really suck at chugging but now I'm, now I'm forcing gotta. myself to get good at it yeah you're at home trying even on losses
2: you're uh, trying sometimes i think uh cody del chuggo whatever, says thunder dan
3: again we're We're doing whatever we can to manifest wins. And if that means I have to chug a beer after every W, I will do it. Jay Hazen says, Cody, a dog for that.
2: (laughs) Hell yeah, I love that. Doug Van Dorn, one of the regulars, from your mouth to God's ear, Cody. Hell yeah. We all win today, but the Sox, oof. That's another one. That's from (laughs) Vanilla Chill. That's not from me. I'm not taking any cheap shots, at least until later in the show. (laughs) Uh, Cubs win. Wesneski was better. I, I did think that the first inning was important. We talked about... In the pregame show, you said get him a lead, get him a lead. Yeah, but we also said get through that first inning, right? Like get get something under your belt that you feel good about. And he gets the four six three, double play to get out of the inning. Got a little swagger walking off the mound. You did get a couple of who was it that he out? Was it Tat- Tatis that he gave the big um, reaction to when he struck somebody out?
3: Yeah, like it was. And the, the inning it was in the early innings. Yeah, He's, he the what he finished with three strikeouts. Which actually surprised me because I thought he had more. It felt like it. He had three strikeouts. The sweeper was sweeping
2: for a little bit The sweeper was
3: sweeping. He struck out Tatis. He struck out Bogarts twice, I believe. I know he struck out Bogarts at least once. Um, Yeah, it was the one time Bogarts struck out in his last at-bat, I believe.
2: No, this Um, is a good question in the chat. Aaron wants to know, should we start hashtag chug the W? Who? (laughs) <laughs> Perhaps. Daniel says Daniel you're says, a dog. Uh, Cody's a straight dog. All right. Just got yes, my own. Thank you, man. Craig. Craig nice agrees man. with me because factually I was correct that time. Yeah. Don't let the facts get in the way of a good story, but this Absolutely. time they were the story. Uh, yeah, Machado had the solo home run off from in yeah. in the uh second inning.
3: The Bogart strikeout was the one that I think I liked the most, and it was with that slider. Started in the middle of the plate, and by the time it was by the time Bogart swung through it, that ball was way outside. And that's what we saw a lot of last year at the end of the year. When he has that slider going, when he's able to locate it the way he wants, watch out. Yeah. And uh, that was probably my favorite strikeout of the day from him. Um, Did the yeah. home
2: run scary at all? That was his, The home run at that time was his fifth in less than 19 innings this season. I'm not no, not me, I mean he the first couple were at Cincinnati, yeah, everybody hits home runs in Cincinnati
3: i I'm not scared just because I know he's going through the the ups and downs of being a rookie pitcher right now. I'm optimistic that by mid the mid season, maybe august September, somewhere in that the last two months of the year, if we see in a little bit more of consistency from him uh I think that's when I, I can feel like that's what the kind of Hayden Wisniewski we're going to get on the on a consistent basis after this year. This year, to me, is all about growth for him. Obviously, I want him to only get better and better as the months go on. But, again, as you, you just don't know with these pitchers. I mean, before the right. start, we were like, ah, oh, man, like, we might need Kyle Hendricks back sooner than we really thought. And today, he went out there, and, again, it wasn't – it wasn't insanely impressive. It was just a good start for your building fifth block. starter. It, it was, was a
2: building block. block. Yeah. It was it was definitely better. I like taking him out in the fifth. I know he could have gone out it for the like sixth, but I like the positive yeah. taste in his mouth mm-hmm. going into the next start. Fernando with a couple super chats. Can I get a receipt for my W prediction, Chug? And then Fernando had another one, I think. Oh no, it was Foreign Empire. Uh, two dollars from Foreign Empire. Cody is a dog. Happy Bartman series coming up Ooh. against the Marlins. What Don't a low die. what a low yeah. rent. Yeah. Well, I, Situation, I, that's I have some thoughts on
3: the Marlins series, and we'll get to that. Like anybody
2: yeah. in Miami cares about the Marlins. Let's be honest.
3: Yeah. South Beach and being seen. Mm-hmm. Also, the Whatever. Heat are playing. They're going to play in the next round. No one in Miami is going to be Jimmy watching. Jimmy Butler's them. all that matters in
2: Miami right now. <laughs> yeah. By the um, way, what a shocking upset that was. Jimmy Buckets. Um, yes, P. Will support him. We will talk about him, Kyle Hendricks, but. Six the fact that he today. gave up a bunch of runs in Iowa does not mean he's done today. Okay, yeah. you tell him, Luke. Everybody, simmer down. You, you tell him it was. <laughs> the point of the outing was to go out and not feel sore, not feel pain. Like go out and feel good after you've thrown. That's the most he's thrown. Yeah. So in in, in a year, hadn't pitched in a year. So we'll get to it in a, in a little bit. Nico Horner, your guy, twenty two straight games. Uh, We were talking to some of our bosses who were heading out to the Big Joe's on Weed party, which we're hoping to get there. uh, Starts at 5 o'clock. You can still get your tickets, allchgo.com. If you're a diehard, you get 20% off. If you're not a diehard, sign up, get 20% off and a free shirt and the card and all the cool stuff that comes with being a diehard. Um, Perfect day for that. But we were saying on the way out, How, how excited are you about this team being 14 and 10? It's a nice start. It's exactly what we were looking for, right? Like, was yeah. a good start. Are they in first place? No, the Pirates are off to a hot start. The Brewers are off to a good start. But this is a better baseball team. Right now they're an above 500 baseball team, which I like to see because I think that puts you in the mix for a playoff spot before it's all said and done if you're above 500. Yeah. Um, but there are individual players you're starting to get excited about. When Nico Horner comes up, I don't walk away from the TV. I just However, don't, I just don't. You did walk away from
3: the TV when before Swanson hit. I did home
2: miss though. the Dansby Swanson home run, but but yeah, I came back and saw the replay. They were up four to one at the time. I get it. That's right.
3: <laughs> the and game. You're it, it right yeah. though. Nico Horner is becoming. Must-see television. And I got to tell you, there's a lot of jerseys you could go out and
2: buy now. Like, a year ago we said, what jersey would you go out and buy if you were going out to buy a Cubs jersey? And it was like, are you going to buy a Hap jersey? At that time, we didn't think he was re-signing. We are like, you're not going to buy a Hap jersey. You're going to buy a Contreras jersey? You're not going to keep Contreras. You're going to buy a Contreras jersey. What What jersey are you confident enough in? And, and even the beginning of last season was like, you're going to buy a Nico jersey? Mm-hmm. I like him, but can you believe it yet? Yeah. And now I believe it. I, I believe it. Jack R says, Nico Horner, MVP candidate. He's on pace for like seven war, I'm pretty sure. I think Brendan tweeted. tweeted yeah, I mean, it's, it's tough to win an mm-hmm. MVP unless you're hitting probably 30 bombs. But uh, I don't, I'm not worried about an MVP player. I'm talking about a guy where I go up there and I know the other team's worried about him coming to the dish. Mm. I know when they come into town, they're like, well, this is a good team. They've got Nico Horner and Dansby Swanson. And mm-hmm. Bellinger soon. I, I don't know exactly which guys they've got. Justin Steele and Keegan Thompson. There's you're starting to see pieces add up. Seiya hasn't proven a full season yet. Nico Hap like we, we get some good ball players in, in on the
3: north side of Chicago this year. Yeah, and it's starting to show up in results. Yeah, I mean, you look up and down this lineup today. Like I said in the pregame, I felt like yesterday we got a lot of contributions from the bottom of the order. Or two days ago, when they won, they got a lot of contributions from the bottom of the order, but nothing from the top. Yesterday, it was just not much of anything from anyone. And then today, you're getting it all across the board. Uh, Velasquez, one for three, but that one hit was a homer. Hosmer, I will not slander him today. He hit a homer. Um, Hap Suzuki had a double today. Ian Happ, you know, RBI single that, you know, at the time was a big hit at that that extended the lead. And then Swanson, not only the homer, but also a hit that led to the Ian Happ RBI single. And, and Nico Horner, like we can't say enough good things about him. When you get these kind of contributions from up and down the lineup, good things are going to happen. You're probably going to be in on track to win a baseball game. So uh, it's for me, in this game specifically, good to see the top of the lineup you know get it going again because the last few games they haven't been very, outside of horner they haven't been very good but yeah i mean as far as the jersey thing last year maybe say a suzuki maybe you know? Yeah, know
2: because of high expectations coming in but not because of proven major league baseball
3: right yet. right but as far as like proven major league baseball talent, yeah no they didn't really now have now anyone. a swanson or a horner or a steel mm-hmm. just makes those are the three total sense those are the three i would say that make the most sense Maybe Strowman. I got maybe last Sean's year, going Strowman. out and buying a
2: Gomes All Star jersey.
3: <laughs> uh, Hell yeah, I like that. Another super
2: <laughs> chat, by the way, five bucks from Foreign Empire, who's just throwing the money around right now, making it rain. Got I him. got myself a Morel after his first game. Does Nelly stay up after that homer today? I sure hope so. I
3: sure hope so too, man.
2: What I, else can the guy do? Grand slam, home run, had two great walk last night. Almost two homers yes. today. Yeah, I mean, I almost I, two. I, I agree with Rhonda. I like to say, you know. If you say you agree with me, I'll read it. But I agree with Rhonda. Velasquez needs to stay up right now. Yeah. Fernando, the super chat, Cubs can win without Mervis. I'm just
3: saying. Well, if Eric Hosmer I think they gives could win us. win with him too, but if we'll they, see. If they give the Cubs, at, if Eric Hosmer gives them at-bats like he did today, yeah. But also, at the same time, they can't always play Hosmer at DH. They, when Bellinger is back, I hope to see Velasquez playing DH. How can you not put that guy in the DH role whenever Bellinger comes back? I, do, I honestly would, wouldn't understand it outside of maybe matchup base but the way that Velasquez is hitting how can you not put him in the lineup you absolutely that would be I I, I look forward to being pissed off about that because I, I just I don't know how the Cubs are going to do this and it scares me because it's all about oh can you give him every day at bats well with this roster right now when Belger comes back how can you not play how can you not keep Nelson Velasquez on this roster and how can you not play him every day you can put him right there in the DH spot, man.
2: And, and our teammate Jared Willis has an article at allchgo.com talking specifically about Mervis, by the way, yeah. who did hit a monster bomb mm-hmm. today for Iowa. But his article basically says with Mancini heating up, it didn't happen today for Mancini, unfortunately for me, for who he got. But Mancini has looked better other than today. And if he's playing well, then there isn't a rush, according to Jared. Uh, the, the way the Cubs are looking at it so I just yeah. I am more interested to see what happens with Velasquez when when Bellinger comes back whenever that might be if it's if it he joins the team in Miami or when it might be Velasquez has shown you something that I don't know why he'd send him down right now yeah now I know that could be tricky but I'd I'd find a way to keep him and yes vanilla chill we'll talk about Christopher Morrell a little bit more uh, in a second
3: yeah Cody someone in there said uh oh Craig he said Hosmer only had one good at bat today Craig listen as someone who's a man of integrity and gets credit where credit is due yes he had the homer but also a second at bat I thought was pretty good he just the Padres were aligned defensively that it should have been a hit he had he hit it over 100 miles per hour and had like a 560 expected batting average so he had two good at bats today in my opinion I'm not asking for every at-bat to be good. I'm just asking for productive at-bats. If you're going to force us to have to watch them, Cubs, I'm, that's all I'm asking is productive at-bats. Do I still want Mervis over him? Yes, but I'm just giving credit where credit is due. Um, but as far as Velasquez, yes. We, I just don't know how you can't play this guy every single day moving forward when Bellinger – I assume Bellinger will be back tomorrow. And, um, you know, if not, then I would expect Velasquez to be in the lineup – and center yeah and there's a lot of torrens
2: uh and rios question marks throughout the chat today if they're not going
3: to use rios give right. the spot to nelly says mark marcus also says he agrees with me um but yeah i mean I, the, Hi, the rios thing i said it a lot yesterday you know against right-handed pitching they haven't really been given the opportunities they've been given all those opportunities to Hosmer, and I, I just don't understand that either if you're if you're not going to call up a guy like mervis but again i I, we've, we've I don't want to repeat myself over and over it's just that's 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 how I feel but again today uh you love to see uh the guys be able to play a long ball considering the conditions and uh at the same time they were able to manufacture runs too did a little bit of everything today and uh you like seeing that because from the golden era everything was always about boom or bust it felt like especially after 2017 and uh you know this brand of baseball the Cubs are playing so far this year, being 14 and 10, you're getting a little bit of everything. Everyone was kind of scared, oh, has this team got enough power? First 10, 10 15 games of the year, Cubs didn't have a lot of home runs, but you're starting to see the power arrive here as the month of April ends. Wisdom, nine homers. Uh, Horner's got two homers. Dansby hit his first one today. Uh, Hosmer, obviously. Velasquez now has two homers as a Cub, um, or at, for this year at least, and – you know, Mancini hit one yesterday. So, obviously, uh, if there's anyone that you'd like to see a little bit more power out of, maybe say a Suzuki hit the first home run in, in his first game back coming off the IL. Hasn't done much of that since at all. Um, did hit a double today. So, that was encouraging. And, you know, Ian Happ, he's just a professional hitter. I'd like to see him hit 30 bombs, but at the same time, if it means that he's going to give you better at bats by taking, like, by dialing it back on the power, then I can live with that too. So, I don't know how many homers this team is going to hit, but I think you're getting a good dose of both right now. Uh, they're, they're
2: questioning uh, how we feel about Killian pitching tomorrow. Uh, Trevor's saying it's not Killian tomorrow. I believe it's Stroman tomorrow. Yes. Steele will pitch, and then Killian will pitch in. No, I, my, I, in between. I was right? going to say, Killian's supposed Sounds to. Sounds like they're going to go It go probably in will be. It's but not it is announced. certainly, we know that it's Stroman tomorrow. Yeah.
3: It's not announced that it will be Killian on Saturday, but we can all basically assume. But it will be Stroman, probably Killian, Killian, and then Steele on Sunday. So I like the Cubs' chances with two of those three. Um, but I am excited to see Killian on Saturday. Yeah, too. Yeah. Uh, um. You know what else we'd love to see? pins and aces
2: gear around the office a lot of pins and
3: aces at the other night
2: you sure did uh pins and aces is the official golf apparel partner of all city and chgo love our pins and aces gear we get compliments walking down the street on and off the golf course. They are a family owned golf and apparel business, making amazing polos, hats, golf bags, even our favorite beer sleeve. That's an innovative product that allows you to store not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, not six, seven ice cold beers right inside your golf bag. Keep some ice cold the entire round. Check out pinsandaces.com. Use the code C-H-G-O when you sign up with them. And receive 15% off your first order. Get free shipping. That's pinsandaces.com. Use the code CHGO at checkout. 15% off your first order and also free shipping. Fubo TV is a great thing to have. I've got it on my phone, and tonight's a perfect night for having it. Why? NFL draft. Yep. You, can, you could be at the draft party, you can watch games that are going on, you can keep an eye on NBA and NHL playoff games, or you can be watching the NBA and NHL playoff games when the Bears aren't picking, and keep an eye on the draft, watch that. Today you could sit, you could have gone outside with your phone or your tablet, if you want to stream it that way, and you could watch the Cubs out in the sunshine today at the park. A lot more times in the summer where you're going to want to be mobile with that. Now you can always stream it right on your television, your smart TV at home, but it's nice
3: to I able like able to take, having it, take it mobily. Right?
2: Yeah, take it with you where you, where you want to go, whether that's the park, the playground, uh, the lucky people out on a boat somewhere. The real fortunate ones. Yeah. La-ti-da. Number uh, one
3: rule is to have a friend with a boat in the
2: sun. That really, the, the best thing is not to have a boat, it's to have a friend with a boat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fubo TV, 140-plus live channels of sports shows, movies, and news. Stream live TV from any device. Watch the most Chicago sports for the lowest price. Start watching immediately with a seven-day free trial. You heard me right, seven days free trial. No contract, no cable, no hassle. Sign up and start watching. A 1,000 hours of cloud DVR included at no extra charge. You can watch your local teams while traveling. We've got the NFL Draft on ESPN and NFL Network. Coming up the next few days, starting tonight, don't forget the draft party, Joe's on Weed Street. Uh, the NHL-NBA playoffs, the Bucks are done. Boy, tough time to be in Wisconsin. If, you're, if you, Hope you're a Brewers fan because the Bucks are gone. Aaron Rodgers is gone. I hope you're
3: not a Brewers fan, though. Well, we listening. hope
2: you're not, but, yeah. you know.
3: Yeah. Or Amanda if you're a Brewers fan listening, hi.
2: <laughs> Watch the Cubs on marquee. With Fubo TV, use the link in description to sign up for fifteen percent off your first month of Fubo Pro. Uh,
3: people supporter asked me what my reaction will be if Nelson Velasquez is not on the roster tomorrow, as in if he gets optioned back to Iowa. Again, like I'll just be very frustrated because it to me it's like it'd be it would feel like the Cubs aren't right like aren't taking advantage of a player who's playing well for them right now. That that's my opinion. That I. At the same time, I understand they're, they're good in the outfield. Like, you got Happy, you got Suzuki, and if Bellinger – he's only going to get sent back if Bellinger is back tomorrow. Right. And they decide that they don't want to use him as a DH on a regular basis or at least, a co- at least a couple times a week. I understand they want him to get everyday playing time. At the same time, like, you know – okay, Hosmer hit a, a home run today, but what has he been doing on a consistent basis? Not much. You're not giving Edwin Rios the opportunity. I don't know why, but you're not doing it. Uh, and then Luis Torrance, he hasn't done much of anything either. It it would it just genu- generally would not make any sense to me to send Velasquez back to Iowa. It really wouldn't. So, I don't I mean I,
2: I, I really hope they decide to keep him up for right now. Yeah. I don't know what that – how that trickle effect goes down for the roster and what that ends up meaning for somebody else. But I would like to see Velasquez stay up. Uh, at the very least, he's shown you you should not be afraid to bring him up at any point yeah. this season. Right, right. He's shown yeah. you that he can hit at the major league level. Yeah. Um, we have a new listener that wants to know if we've ever thought about doing live calls. Well, we love the chat, but maybe calls would be something, uh, we sprinkle in, but thanks for joining and, and checking it out. We appreciate it. Uh, hashtag vibe with us, as we like that to are, say. It. And are, you should know that if you ever agree with me on something, point it out in the chat, and I will read it.
3: We could do, like, a voicemail line. We get find create a number. That might get ugly. That, could, get ugly. that could most likely it's
2: going to get ugly. I saw Kalata's uh, pulling for the Rangers in the NHL. I wonder if that's Kaner-related,
3: uh, yeah, or what's yeah, that I about? Would, I would assume that's Patrick Kane-related. Um. Edward says something. He said something about my parlay. Thanks for the parlay. Couldn't bring myself to pick Chrome. Yeah, I'll about f- this. So he chose Hosmer. Hey,
2: bigger payout. Big, win, big win, winner, winner, you.
3: chicken dinner. Big of you, man. Yeah, another loss because of the last leg. It's
2: Very nicely done. And
3: taxes. It's the same thing. Anyway. He will
2: supporters. They probably have to DFA Rios. Well, we'll see what happens. We'll have to. We'll see. Cody, I'm with you 100. percent Nelson needs to stay up until he shows he can't keep up, which might not happen. Cubs don't need to carry three catchers. Yeah, that would be. My move there, but uh, anyway. Uh, Kyle Hendricks. The team needs him right now. Uh, I saw P. Will saying he's done, he's done, he's done. Give the guy a break. (laughs) I'm I'm just saying give the guy. Maybe he is done. I don't know. Give the guy a break. One and two thirds innings. Six hits, five earned runs, three strikeouts, one walk. Um, The report from Iowa that he was throwing his his hardest was 89. Mm -hmm. Again, this was about trying to throw. 50 pitches and feel better and be a pitcher again. Like it it had been 10 months since he'd been pitching in a game. And of course he wasn't right the months prior to that either. So it's been a long time since he felt healthy throwing in a game and throwing after a game. So that's what I'm really looking for in this outing. I don't know if that's what the Cubs were only looking for, but Tommy Birch uh, from the Des Moines Register tweeted out a link to some an interview with Hendricks with the media after the game. This is Kyle Hendricks after his start in Iowa today, his first in 10 months.
0: Today, I guess I was I felt healthy, you know? So that was the accomplishment. Uh, other than that, yeah, had uh, it was just good to be back out there, I guess. Back out in the real game, uh, feel the real feel of it, the flow of the game, the speed of the game, all that. So I got some work to do, you know, some things to iron out with the pitch clock, uh, just working pitch to pitch better, but overall felt really healthy. Used some fastballs. I made a lot of good pitches overall. You know, just a couple that left over the heart of the plate. Today, I guess I was I felt healthy. You know, so that was the accomplishment. Uh, other than that, yeah, had uh, it was just good to be back out there. I guess back out in the real game. Uh, feel the real feel of it, the flow of the game, the speed of the game, all that. So I got some work to do. You know, some things to iron out with the. You ran once.
3: okay okay sorry we had some audio issues there um anyway uh he basically said it himself right uh just happy to be back out there and uh what can you take away like okay he struck out a couple people cool like i I think it means he's going to be there a little bit
2: longer like i mean if he would have come out and dominated then people would be like whoa maybe he doesn't need that long there I think it's going to be a little bit longer still. People c- are saying mid-May. That still seems like a reasonable couple yeah.
3: more weeks, couple yeah. more outings, see how they go. I just think that his experience would is a huge impact for this roster, especially guys like Hayden Wesneski. P. Will Sporter, you're in the chat, and you're like, I don't want Hendricks to take Wesneski's spot. Well, okay, right now Wesneski saved himself for a couple more starts because before this start, outside of the A start, which was basically a – you know, against a minor league team, what could you say that there was good about him? Yeah, I know you got to get some seasoning in him and you got to let him go through the ups and downs, but how far do you let him go before his confidence is completely broken and you just have to eventually send him down? But again, Wesneski saved himself today and, or at least built, it was a building block, like Luke said, and that's great. That's awesome. I don't want to see Wesneski go back to Iowa, but I do think that Kyle Hendricks brings something to this roster in terms of experience and impact As a veteran pitcher who has had success, who has had, who has pitched in big games for this franchise. There's a reason that, uh, there's a reason that you should have some belief in the guy. The guy, I understand he wasn't very good last year, but at the same time. He was hurt. He was hurt. And then also like, okay, last year was probably his worst season of his career. And you need, and you were thinking he was a one or a two going into
2: the season, yeah, right. And he was hurt and not pitching well, and so is there a possibility, as we sit here today, that Kyle Hendricks will never be that guy again? Yep, yep. We know he's not the guy that almost won the, the Cy Young, right? Like yeah. we, we know he's not that guy anymore. He's near the backside of his career. But he still provides you depth if you can get something out of him. Yeah. And so that's, that's what we're looking at, depth through the rotation. We're not saying he's the future over Wes Nesky. At least I'm not saying that. No. Um, but I, I, saying that. I think there's potentially something still there. Now, Killian might come up and have a great start, and then you look at it and say, wow, there's more depth there. That's another that's another piece of depth we have. Mm-hmm. Sampson might get it right, and maybe Sampson will give you some of that depth. Maybe another one of those young pitchers will start to come up. And, and yes, as the picture starts to fade in the long term, Kyle Hendricks will not be part of the eventual Cubs rotation. I'm just not ready to go there yet. Yeah, Because we don't know if he's healthy. I'll tell you, in the, in the clubhouse yesterday, there's an empty locker. His, his number's still hanging there so every player can still see it. Mm-hmm. There's massive respect, especially the young players in there, because he's so willing to share.
3: Yeah. Right. Like, like I said, he's share a, his experience, share I, his knowledge. I think that the experience that he has will impact a lot of these young pitchers, like a Hayden Woznieski, like a Caleb Killian, like some of these guys out in the bullpen, like Keegan Thompson, and and, and even Justin Steele. Uh, like, there's there's value in a guy like him. And anyway, Colton agrees the, with me. It's the last year of his deal. He's probably not going to be here next year. Like. So and the point is, he's, he's not. If he's here, anywhere.
2: he's going to be your fifth starter, like or, or sixth starter. If there's, or, if they go six. to a six. Yeah. But the bottom line is, don't worry about him not being the old Kyle Hendricks if he gets back and he gets to the major league level. Be happy that Kyle Hendricks is still able to pitch, still might be able to give the Cubs something that they desperately need: nice depth in the rotation, veteran presence, leadership, all those good things. And think of it this way he's not your one or two like he was last year. He's in a completely different role. Yeah, it, It's like looking at guys like Wade Miley last year and saying, wow, that, that was a total bust because, well, if he was your number one, it would have been a total bust. It was mm-hmm. more of a flyer season. Kyle Hendricks is a bonus this season. Yeah. and And I think most Cubs fans – I would, I would hope that all Cubs fans appreciate what he's done for the organization, so that's why I'm not ready to shove him out the door, especially if he still has something left in the tank. We don't know if he does yet. Yeah. So let's wait. Andrew says he agrees with Andrew you. Andrew agrees with me. <laughs> Thank you.
3: Uh, other <laughs> things from that game, the Iowa Cubs game, obviously Christopher Morrell, two homers. Matt Mervis hits another homer. Uh, Matt Mervis literally golfed one out. Christopher Morrell's first homer, he golfed one out. I believe uh and then, sec- and then a second one was an oppo taco uh the guys can those guys continue to mash and continue to push put the pressure on the cubs, and that's all you can ask for from those guys um yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean he's
2: got ten uh he le- it's funny everybody's talking about Mervis and the power gonna have the power uh and then every once around in around the chat you see the Mervis fans in there saying all that stuff, and then you'll see the morell fans come back, we need morell we. Morrell's got 10 homers to lead the league right now. Mervis has six. Um, both guys will get a shot at the major league
3: level this season. Both will be It'll back be before it's all over. I did say, like, before opening day, is was like, I think Morrell could be here sooner than the rest of them. And here we are almost at the end of April, and he's still not here. Um, But, th- like, there's no one to complain about on the infield. I mean, I, I- – I'm not going to complain about Nick Magical because of his play today, but he's the, uh, the only one, like, if he would take Magical's spot on the roster, but the Cubs aren't going to do that. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I guess that's, that's the good thing, the good problem to have when you're 14-10 and 10 and you're yes. playing well, you know? So And as Colton
2: points out, Chicago, the only organization with winning records at every level, Chicago in a great position right now. Hashtag vibes, vibes all, all around. around. Hashtag vibes with us. Hashtag
3: vibes.
1: Rhonda, hashtag I like Luke.
3: Um, <laughs> I don't even know so,
1: what yeah. Agree with me?
3: Again. Thank you. You love to see what they're doing in Iowa. I know they're doing great things at Tennessee, too. Like the guy, like he said, every level is playing well. So, I don't know. I, I don't – everyone knows my stance. But, again, it's just good to see those guys producing because if they somehow randomly decided or randomly didn't for – couple weeks stretch then you'd be a little worried so um it's good to see no one is figuring them out down there (laughs) it is good you know what
2: else was impressive I saw that uh Nick Birdie got the save today for Iowa and according to the tweets I I think it might have been Alex Cohen six fastballs over
3: 100 miles an hour yeah we talked when we talked to Alex looking for a
2: closer that's another guy you could throw into that
3: we were talking to Alex on Monday about uh you know, relievers, and he mentioned Nick Birdie. He just didn't pitch the last two years, so he's got a Right. Well, you know, he's had all
2: kinds of injury
3: problems. Yeah. Once a very highly thought of prospect. I, I, I'm intrigued to see how many innings that the Cubs want him to get down there in Iowa before actually giving him a shot. Because if you're throwing – you got six pitches over 100 miles per hour. Sounds like someone who belongs at the major league level at some point. So – Cam Sanders up there throwing 100 too. Yeah. Got a so lot of heat.
2: But six of them over 100 – and uh, I, I like to see that. So, yes, again, the best case scenario for this Cubs team is keep playing the way they are. Mm-hmm. The veterans that you've brought in that are on shorter term deals or short term deals mm-hmm. play well enough. That, yes, they are forced out, some of them, by the young guys who are pushing to get to the major league level and. And you get high value out of those guys if, you have to, if you're forced to move them or feel like it's beneficial to move them because they're at that point blocking somebody. Mm-hmm. We're still in April. Nobody's blocking anybody. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. I, I, and I totally respect if you don't feel that way, but right now it's, it's still April. We're still not a month into the season. Yeah. So there's plenty of opportunity for guys to be shoved aside or traded mm-hmm. or moved and get their shot and listen we've already we've already seen nelson velasquez come up and so far he's made the most of his opportunities right yeah and he i wouldn't say nelson velasquez was like a top five not that people aren't excited about him but he's just he's not a top three prospect in the organization where people are clamoring for nelson velasquez i like him he shows power he can play outfield he's got some versatility um to me, he deserves to be on the major league roster. Now, at some point, Morrell will deserve to be on the major league roster again, too. Get him right. Love Christopher Morrell. And and hopefully Matt Mervis is up, too. Caleb Killian got a shot. It, last year, it didn't work out, but that doesn't mean it's not going to work out. Go back and look at Steele's progress and path to the major leagues. Yeah. All of a sudden, he's leading the National League in ERA. Don't give up on somebody because they're 25 and... Haven't totally figured it out yet. Remember, we had a, also had a season where the minor leaguers didn't even play. <laughs> right. So that, that impacts when you're looking. I know that doesn't change their age, but it does change their development. Mm-hmm.
3: All of them. Trevor says, I agree, Luke, but these games count, and those few guys can put this team over the top the remainder of the Maybe. season. Maybe. But I also hear what he's saying, and it's kind of like basically how I feel because – I think. Cody leans more towards bring the guys up, shove the guys out. I'm not saying. I'm not
2: against that. I'm just saying maybe we wait two or three more weeks. Fair. They're 14 I'm not, and 10. I'm
3: not saying to call all those guys up. I think Mervis is the one that makes the most sense. Again, not complaining about Hosmer today. He hit a homer. But he's the one who makes the most sense to me right now. Um, I like your talk about the bullpen, though, because we haven't talked about Michael Fulmer, who had a good outing today.
2: He was he was better, and it just in a different role. So Right. Again, I don't need to see – if I'm the Cubs or a Cubs fan in the chat, I don't need to see Fulmer working, and I believe Jed Hoyer basically said this, I don't need to see him working in high leverage right now. But David Ross told him, I'm not going to stop pitching you right now. Mm -hmm. We're going to put you in lower leverage situations, work on the things that you have identified yourself along with the coaches and the analytics and all of it, and hopefully you're able to get it right. Now, again – Fulmer, for me, is a guy that I can look at and say, great. And if they do figure it out, maybe Birdie, maybe Cam Sanders, maybe Estrada, maybe Cody Hoyer when he gets healthy, maybe those guys force the situation and you're able to move Fulmer. Yeah. So even if he is the closer, which they don't really have an, uh, an anointed closer, even if he is a guy that gets it done for you, he still might be a guy that you move at the trade deadline. Yeah.
0: Uh,
3: as far as the bullpen today, I, uh, I'm okay, Jeremiah Estrada's on the roster. He's here. Yeah. And they used him one time, and it was in the the, the Drew Smiley blowout game, the 13 Nothing win. They used him then. And I'm like, are you guys, guys going to give him a shot in, in a game that, in the innings that matter? I felt like today was a good shot, a good chance. They, I think yesterday would have been a good chance, good reason to use him. If he's here, use him. You want me to complain about something about today? I'll complain about that.
2: That said, I, I, I mean, you can't complain about what the bullpen did today, right? No, like, no, I'm not complaining about the bullpen. Are there guys that we hope will push the push the bullpen and make them even better or even stronger and even younger by the end of the season? Yes, but Fulmer came in one inning. Two strikeouts, no runs, one walk. Yeah. Mark Leiter, two-thirds of an inning, no runs, one walk. Keegan Thompson, inning and a third, one inning. Could Keegan have gone just one inning? Maybe, but I never feel bad about Keegan Thompson going to second inning. Boxberger gets the save, one inning, no earned runs. So, well, I get people are angry about the way or frustrated with the way Fulmer has pitched, I'm not he complaining not, about he, Fulmer. Oh, though. I'm not saying you at all. Oh. I'm In the chat, I re, like, there's still people like, Fulmer's got to go. Specifically today, he was not a problem. No. So let him work on things. My, like, my, I'm not saying if, if he costs the team five more games, he's not going to be around to
3: work on those things. Right. This, is, this is what my point is. All right, Keegan Thompson wasn't that great today and still managed to give you an inning of the that's third. Right. All right, that's how good Keegan Thompson You don't Keegan believe Thompson in the is. mayor, you're wrong. Agreed. I believe in the mayor. I voted but for him. He and spe- specifically in that eighth inning, he was going through some. He was going through it. If you, you can just go back on Baseball Savant and look at the exit velocities on a lot of those batted balls. But I am okay with
2: that. I am okay with leaving. I know every win counts this season, but I'm also okay with making sure these guys go through some moments, uh, not at the risk of losing the game. Yeah. But in their development, in their process, in their Ability to become extra reliable when the games really count. Do these games count? Yes, but they're not postseason games. Yeah. So I want guys to work through some strut when they don't have their best stuff to work through it if it
3: doesn't cost a game. I guess my point is is that you had a fresh Jeremiah Estrada. You used yeah. Keegan on Monday or on Tuesday. It's been two days. And you've been using him in multi-inning Reasons, and I, I, again, I'm not complaining that you use Keegan. I'm complaining that right. you're not using a fresh Jeremiah Estrada. Right, I hear you. That that's even even lighter. They've used him this week. All these guys, except for Fulmer, they've used this week, but you haven't used Jeremiah Estrada at all. And so. I don't know if that's on the front office for telling Ross how to use was, uh, Estrada right now or, or what, or maybe Ross just doesn't have any – he's not in the circle of trust, which you're not going to get in the circle of trust if you're not going to use the guy. I, I Again, I am not complaining about the bullpen. They won 5-2, but I am thinking about guys getting overused. All right. That's right. where I'm at. So use Jeremiah Estrada if he's if he's gonna be here, use him. Thank you. Right. Uh Josh says Keegan Thompson was the closer today.
2: Tatis Bogert's Machado were his first three hitters in a really high leverage spot. I like that Ross pitches his best guy in his biggest spot, regardless of the inning. Uh P Will supporter agrees with me. Somebody else earlier <laughs> said uh oh we have Manuel Rios. super chat chat agreeing with both y'all but Luke is right
3: thank you man thank you and
2: well and for doubling down with two dollars on that man well we
3: appreciate it (laughs) (laughs) yeah again I'm not complaining about how they used it I'm just saying you have a fresh Jeremiah Estrada who hasn't hasn't been bad in the inning and a half that they used him I mean why not give him they had a lead today too yet they led five to one Thompson gave up the other run yeah. Like he, this was, today Thompson was He's probably good. not the, this was probably the worst I've seen Thompson all season. But he was good for the fir- that first inning against the three guys he had to get out. Well, I mean, okay. those are
2: big bats. Like, I don't yeah. care how you get them out, get them out. Right. Again, like, I know what you're saying. His stuff maybe wasn't his best, yeah. but.
3: So, again, uh, I'm just – I'm glad they got the win. I'm, I'm happy with how they used the bullpen in terms of the guys in the situations. I'd rather see Thompson in the, you know, seventh, eighth, or ninth inning. Uh, same with Boxberger. You know, Leiter was the, probably the one that you were a little scared about because he walked a guy in a big spot. Thompson comes in, gets the ground ball that Madrigal had made such a great play on to get out of the inning on Tatis. And Fulmer was great. No complaints.
2: Marcus Sorry. might be onto something in the chat there, by the way. Uh, Let's get here's something right, you and trade dip- them for prospects. <laughs> All right. Thank you. you know I mean, <laughs> if, if the young guys continue to push yeah. to get their chances and, and then thrive in those roles when they each individually uh, start to come up, I'll tell you what's really been great. I saw those Comet energy efficiency lights oh. above Wrigley Field yesterday, mm. and I thought, wow, what a beautiful sight that is. And they're cutting their
3: costs. Is it because of the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program, Luke? You bet it is. Oh, man. Okay. I was told the ComEd Efficiency Program is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities they serve, helping manage energy usage and lower energy bills now and into the future. Is that correct, Luke? Sure is. ComEd
2: offers a wide variety of incentives and lighting on other efficiency upgrades to commercial, industrial, public sector customers of all sizes across the territory. ComEd also offers free facility assessments that can help find energy-saving opportunities like HVAC systems, commercial kitchen equipment, or industrial processes. Uh, How does it work, Luke? Here's how it works, Cody. An authorized engineer will work with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific to your goals and your needs. They can be done in person or virtually Those last about two hours, and then in about uh, three to four weeks after that, that's when you get the plan of action. Customers receive a report detailing energy efficiency projects they can start working on right away. Each recommendation includes estimated energy savings, cost savings, project costs, potential incentives, and simple payback. If you own a business and you haven't done this yet, don't sleep. Get it done right now. Don't wait. Get started saving money and energy today. For energy-saving tips, lighting incentives, or to schedule your free facility assessment, go to comed.com slash poweringbiz. Comed.com slash poweringbiz. That's right, and schedule it today. Mm. Today, speaking of today, beautiful sunny day here in Chicago if you're one of our international supporters here on the CHCO podcast because we know we are international and worldwide Sources confirmed recently. Beautiful day if you weren't able to see the game. Cubs win. They beat the Padres and take the series two out of three and a nice sunny day at Wrigley Field. Take on the sun this year with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades and an affordable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product just as good as any expensive pair we've ever worn. Durable frames, extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures, and that's not all. Shady Rays offers this insane protection program, the best in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, Even on day one, they told us they'll send you a brand new pair of sunglasses, no questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase them. Together with their customers, Shady Rays is providing much-needed support as well to nonprofit partners across the U.S. through Shady Rays Impact. From building play sets for pediatric cancer patients to providing young adults with MS, the outdoor adventure of a lifetime, Shady Rays is making an impact in your community and others like it now. For years to come. Now, if you don't love your Shady Rays for some reason, you will, but if you don't, exchange it for a new pair or return them for a free pair or for free rather within 30 days. No risk when you shop, their team always has your back. And exclusive for our CHGO listeners, Shady Rays giving out their best deal of the season. Go to shadyrays.com, use the code CHGO for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the Shades rated five
3: stars by over 250,000 people. Sander, I think that's how you say it in the chat. I think they're saying they're from Amsterdam because you mentioned that we're international.
2: There we go. International.
3: Amsterdam. Amsterdam,
2: huh? London, Australia, Ireland, been everywhere. Either
3: we're everywhere. just international or Cubs fans are just worldwide. We'll, we'll just take both, actually. So. Anyway, uh, I love how see. the chat is talking about Carlos Marmol too, too which is hilarious to me.
2: Or as uh, Pat Hughes would always say, Marmol, Marmol, Carlos Marmol. <laughs> um, what do we have here? Five-two win over over the Padres. Yeah. Cubs now head to Miami. Ryan Herrera did say in our Slack a few seconds ago that he will be here in two minutes. Ryan Herrera will be joining us from beautiful and historic Wrigley Field. Uh, we are approaching the five o'clock hour. We're eight minutes away from the start of the big party over at Joe's on Weed Street. Never too late to get there, never too late to get those tickets, by the it's way. It's always
3: good to show up fashionably late. Colada um,
2: from Joliet C International. We're everywhere. <laughs> even Joliet. Joliet might as well be another away. country.
3: Uh <laughs> shall we pre- preview Joliet's tomorrow while we Joliet. wait for while we wait?
2: Or? Uh should we do who well, you got or you want to do the preview? Let's do the preview. Uh right, right, let's do the preview. When Ryan shows up. Uh, Listen, anytime you got Strowman and Steele and Killian, it's exciting, interesting, exciting. Yes. Right? Like, okay. Killian, interested to see what we've got. You know, the chat always wants to see the new young guys. Mm-hmm. You're going to probably get to see Caleb Killian this weekend. And anytime you get Strowman and Steele, I feel good about the series, even though there are some good players on the Marlins.
3: Yeah, I mean, you, the, the Cubs haven't won multiple games in a row since last week. So, um, I'm looking, I'm hoping they start this series off and you know how I talk about all the time about winning the first game of a series and how it, you know, it kind of lets off some of that pressure to go out and perform the next couple days. So big series, uh, series opener tomorrow. You got your number one on the mound and Lizardo for the Marlins has been pretty good too. So should be, if you like pitching, this series should be pretty good because, uh, Obviously, Strowman and Steele, but the Marlins, they're built on pitching too. So,
2: uh, I see that we have almost 200 people still in the live chat and 80 likes, so that's less than half. We need some more likes out there.
3: Plenty can of time we, to give us a thumbs up. It's an easy thing to do. We can hit, Love is a nice thing to spread. We can hit 100 by the end of the show. Hit hit the like button because of Ryan Herrera, I guess. There he Even is. Even though he's wearing a Mizzou hat. Do can it. you give a thumbs big, up big for Ryan to Herrera? Credit to me.
2: Ryan Herrera gave us a thumbs up. Now thumbs you give up. us a thumbs up. Uh, so Ryan, what uh, what were the best nuggets from the clubhouse after the game?
0: Um, it's kind of funny. Uh, not that David Ross was like angry or anything, but it was uh, he wasn't as happy as you might expect a manager whose team just you know won a series. Yeah, um, I, I think he. So that stemmed from just the the pitching, and he uh, didn't think really anyone was like, p- pitched as, as good as he knows they can, um, which I guess, you know, is good. Is like you, like, you probably want your manager to, like, expect the best out of you every time. Um, but he did say that, like, regardless of that, they were able to make the pitches when they needed to. You know, Hayden got in some traffic there, um, was able to make some pitches when he needed to. Keegan um, came in and, and cleaned up a little mess uh, from Mark Leiter. I think he was able to get out of his own mess um, later on. Uh, Yeah, just like I think you could kind of tell the pitching wasn't like as crisp, maybe is the the right word for it, as we've seen them this season, but um, still able to keep the Padres off the board for the most part. And um, I think that's one thing that like, you know, Ross definitely appreciates is that even when guys don't have their best stuff like Hayden, Hayden was one of them. He's he's still kind of figuring things out and and tinkering with his pregame routine or or these other things that uh, maybe is affecting him when he gets on the mound. Um, but yeah, like Ross kind of, you know, he appreciates that the guys are able to go out there, compete, battle, and make the pitches when they need to. Uh, one other one is like, you know, of course, Dansby's home run was huge. Um, but I think one, maybe not underlooked play, or but it's just it's not one that like you look at a box score post game, you don't even know what happened unless you saw it. But uh, uh, Madrigal's play at third uh, on Tatis, I want to say it was nice. Um, that, I mean, everyone was talking about that. I think Ross kind of said it was the. It might have been the play of the game, right? Like the the game saving play, um, to be able to get Tatis there. Um, a hard, you know, okay. we talked talk about Madrigal's defense at third base, how it's not, you know, it's not Gold Glove by any means, but it's been, you know, maybe better than we expected four or five months ago when they first started talking about it. Um, and you, that's kind of an example of it where um, it's a guy who's still. Kind of learning a new position at third base, a position he hadn't played before, and um, goes up and, and makes that really he makes a really tough play look difficult. Um, and I, I don't disagree with David Ross. I think that's one of those plays that really saves a game because another you know another run scores. Um, they, they keep the, the lineup moving, and you don't know what happens from there. So to be able to get that out and, and, and that threat was um, was obviously a really huge play. I think that like that shouldn't be overlooked at how important that play was to the win today because that was, for again, for a guy that isn't a traditional third base and it was a really impressive play.
2: Cody has vowed not to yell anything bad about Nick Madrigal for a week because that play was so good. I never said anything like, bad. I said I won't complain about You him. won't complain. No matter what week, happens, you won't complain about Nick Madrigal because that he was... He goes 0
3: for 5 with two, all five ground outs to second base. I won't complain. I That was a nice as, play. As it was of a very April... Twenty seventh Thursday, April twenty seventh. So next next Thursday, the end of that ban is over. He's doing what he has to do to stay on this roster. Yeah, play third base, play clean
2: third base when he's there. Get hits, and I'm okay with Madrigal right now. I, I don't. I know there was a lot of anger about it early on. Um, let's see, Ryan. What was there any comment about Nelson Velasquez? There was a lot in the chat about that. About people just saying, please. I don't know when Bellinger's coming back, but when he does, uh, please don't let Nelson Velasquez go back to Iowa. I don't know what else he could do to show that he kind of belongs here right now.
0: I mean, well, I, I think that's a different I, know, I it it's, it's a different story when, I mean, when Bellinger's back, right? I think because I, he, I then know he becomes it, your fourth outfielder. I, but I won't even comment on that. I'll comment on um, just what everyone's saying about Nelson and his, you know. He's in that middle stretch where he's in AAA, but he's he's he needs to be ready to go whenever he gets the call to the big leagues because he's one step away, right? Um, he's just in that little middle part of it. He's not full time big leaguer yet, but he's he's the next guy, um, and he's. I think the the main thing that everyone talks about is how he's just taking advantage of the opportunities he's been given. Um, he comes up. He's three days in. Uh, Cody Bellinger. We don't know uh, if he's going to be back tomorrow for paternity leave. Um, so Nelson may be back, you know, his future, his, his immediate future of where he's playing may be decided tomorrow. Um, but it's, you know, he's, he's a up backup for three days and he's playing pretty, he's hitting the ball pretty well. He's making good plays in in the outfield. Like he's been playing center field the whole season or something. Um, and that's just the way he's looking. And, I think that's one of the big things that we've talked about. Some of these guys, Nick Madrigal is another one where you're you're giving a role it may not be the role you want, but it's the one you've got, and you got to take advantage and take you know just take advantage of those opportunities. Um, Nelson is, a, is one of those guys that the role the role he's in right now is that guy that's kind of shuttling between Iowa and Chicago, and if he can continue to come back up when he's needed and take advantage of those opportunities, yeah, that's when you do start getting the how you know how can we send this guy back down? Like how how can we move? Um, you know, how, how can we maneuver the roster to make sure he can stay in Chicago with us? That, that's eventually he'll make the Cubs start asking themselves that question of, of how how it's possible to send him back down if he's playing so well.
2: That's what we're hoping for. That's yeah. what he's hoping for, for sure. Like as, mm-hmm. as Cubs fans, that's what you're looking for. Guys to make it make the Cubs make tough decisions wherever they might be. Um, doesn't mean Bellinger's not coming, but Bellinger's coming back.
3: Right. Well, I said it earlier, if Bellinger comes off the paternity list tomorrow, then he'll be in center field. And I'd, as much as Velasquez has played well, I'd rather see Bellinger out in center the way he's played this year. Uh, the thing about Velasquez that opens things up for him is there is a DH, and I, they have they have guys who can play DH. So uh, for his bat alone, I think he should remain here. And I think a lot of people agree with that. So I am intrigued to see how – if they were to keep them, who they would send down that's a uh that's a different scenario, or if they just dfa'd someone which I don't think they'll do so um it'll be interesting to see all right we're at
2: uh about an hour here, so let's get to who you got, and I don't have a dog in this race, so let's uh let's get to the heated competition because there are people that can make some arguments today um I took Trey Mancini, so I will not be winning who you got today. Uh, Corey took Nelson Velasquez, one for three with a homer. Ryan took Ian Happ, two for four with an RBI. Cody took Nico Horner, one for four, but extends his on-base streak to 22 games. He also scored a run. And then Sarah last minute jumped in and said she wanted in on the action and took Dansby Swanson, two for four with his first home run now I'll let that stew for a while you guys think about how you're going to defend yourselves or what you're going to pick I see we have uh, Michael with a super chat 10 bucks why take out Wisniewski let him start the six Ross is showing a lot of Madden tendencies with not trusting young players over trusting veterans not a good sign with all the young talent coming I think they just wanted him to have a good feeling after
3: five innings and yeah, I don't know some up and downs, and I'm sorry, Michael. I don't know what you were watching, but Woznieski he, he was fine, but he could have I, left. He, got, he could he, have left him in, but I, I'm not. Angry I'm not saying he, he got lucky, only given given up one run, but it's not like he was sharp against every hitter and was mowing guys down. We so, did. quite was okay it, with whether or not he was coming out, and I said, yeah. I bet he takes him. Would out. I have gotten on board with him coming back out for the sixth? Sure, sure. because the Cubs needed the innings. But at the same time, I understood it just because the guy has been struggling. You got a good start out of him. Hopefully, he can take that confidence and that momentum into his next one.
2: And thank you for the super chat. Definitely you, a debatable Appreciate topic you. for sure. Don't uh, say don't, you're one hundred percent wrong. What do you what do you think for who you got, Ryan?
0: Well, Sarah, if we're if we're counting the Swanson pick, I think I think it have to be Swanson.
2: Uh, Sarah, he's not sure he wants to count it. I, I I'm, I'm up. I'm leaving that Joey up also, right? Joey also would have had. Yeah, uh, Hosmer. I, I
1: was late to the party. I get it. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> she
2: wasn't on the graphic, but she was on the live pregame show, putting in a verbal take.
1: Well, Thomas says Dansby. He's on my side.
0: Well, I, say, I said if, if Dansby is if Dansby's if, counted, if he is being the, the winner. Then I would I would go Dansby. We'll leave go. it to the self appointed commissioner. We're gonna. We're gonna Let's get, go. We're,
1: how how heartbreaking, Sarah's gonna go to
3: one and zero. Oh. How heartbreaking is this for Joey and any other producer? Never winning, but Sarah first time. First time who you got? Walks in, throws a pick, ends the show. She's like, That's she's like I like I, like, I like, I like his try. wife in the Red Stars. I, I like swats. him. I do.
1: No, I really, I, I look at everything, you know, I and right. I look at who he is as a person, and that speaks <laughs> volumes to who he is as a player. And look what happened!
2: (laughs) It's an excellent choice. I can't. There's a lot of possible winners there. I would say if Dansby had not won it, I would agree. Serwin's with Dansby. She's one and zero. We all take L's. But Corey's going to be so mad. Corey's (laughs) Nelson Velasquez (laughs) one for three. Cody Nico one for four. But the streak or Ian Happ two for four with an RBI. I think half takes it. That's just wow, Boy, I can make an argument for all three of those. Velasquez did give them the lead that they never relinquished.
3: My guy currently has the second longest on-base streak in baseball. Sarah, you didn't get your picture on there.
1: I know. I know. I don't have – I know. I got to –
2: We got to work on that. We'll give it to Sarah. Sarah's now 1-0.
0: She goes. Let's go. Corey, Corey's not in the studio to argue, so it's that's where the tiebreaker but
3: whenever, goes. But he didn't know that Sarah made a pick, and so whenever he asks who wins who you got in the slack and we, and we tell him it's not him, he's going to be so <laughs> mad. I look forward to it. Joey's really going to be mad, too. <laughs> yeah, Joey's because Hosmer be hit a homer.
2: <laughs> so we all take the L, and Sarah – 1 and 0. Now, again, that will not be a valid 1 and 0 unless you make 50% of the choices before the end of the season. But I will.
3: So you got to start making a pick every day. got to
2: start I making will. some picks. None of the graphics really I know, i got to start too. changing
1: the graphics. <laughs> all
2: right, we all got to get over to the big Joe's on Weed party. Don't forget you can get there. Uh, we oh, do yeah. want to mention before you go, though, lots of hot tickets coming up this summer to concerts, games, when the Cubs come back in town. I believe the Marlins actually come back here uh, early in May. Uh, for a series with the Cubs. That'll be a good one to see there. But lots of concerts. Uh, T-Swift, get your tickets now, guys. Get your tickets now. I saw that uh, Chance the Rapper's going to be at the United Center. You don't have to worry about these other places to get tickets the best place to do it on there are last minute deals use the game time app that's what you want to use buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful taylor swift chance the rapper whatever it might be game time is fast and easy it's the best way to buy tickets for sports music comedy and theaters near you with killer deals on last minute ticket ticket deals best price guarantee you can stop stressing over those tickets start getting hyped for the fun you're gonna have Went through them, saw you can get a lot of good seats still for upcoming games. I tell you what, you can get some real good prices on White Sox tickets this upcoming uh, weekend. There, real, there it is. <laughs> real good prices on some White Sox tickets. Real good ones. Real good ones. Uh, so you make sure you go through all the deals <laughs> you can find. Game time, last minute, place to find your tickets. It's the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. Get images, of your seat before you buy, so now you can know what to expect before you arrive. Buy those tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps, you're set. The tickets go right to your phone. You don't have to dig through your email. Snag those tickets without the stress. Download the Game Time app. Create an account. Use the code CHGO for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem with the code CHGO, $20 off. 20. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets. Lowest price. Guaranteed. By the way, Cubs win.
3: One last thing, and I said I was going to say this before yes. the end of the show. Miami Marlins, I haven't forgot about that stupid graphic that you guys didn't put out. I haven't forgot. I need the Cubs to win like 26-3 to 3 combined this weekend. No prisoners. You're all dead to me. Good night to everyone except the entire state of Florida. All right, I'm done. And
2: thanks for checking out the CHGO Cubs podcast presented by DraftKings America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app, use the promo code CHGO when you sign up. Hope to see you at Joe's on Weed Street Thursday and Friday. That's today and tomorrow for the draft party. Good luck to the Bears, the CHGO Bears team as well. And we will see you next time, uh, Corey and Brennan. Sunday night. podcast coming up, and uh, we'll be back for more live podcasts all next week. Until then, fly the W.